evening and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good evening, Sherry. Good, good, good evening. Good evening, Michael. Michael. Woo! 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 <laughs> Say that again? That's no good. Big echo. Not so much now. Oh, okay. Good. It corrected itself? Yeah, apparently so. You didn't hear it. No, I didn't. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, good. Excellent. Life is always on our side. It is, isn't it? Sometimes a little louder and sometimes repeating a little, but always. Yes. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I have announcements here. All right. It is our tradition to end one year how we hope to be for the coming year. Join Sangha for our second annual virtual New Year's retreat, December 31st to January 2nd. The retreat includes yoga, group sessions, meditation, and guidance by lottery with you, Sherry. Reflective Listening Buddies is one of our longest-lived and most popular programs for a reason. There is no other support quite like it for practicing presence, with participants required to show up for themselves and another every week for 30 minutes. A new quarter starts January 15th. Exciting. Yes, wonderful. Yeah. Just, just as we get ready to let go of one thing, all these other possibilities open before us. I know. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And is conditioning talking you out of a commitment that you really want to keep? If so, and if you would like some support, sign up for the Keeping Commitments Buddy Program, which begins January 15th. Participants will be paired with a buddy for accountability and support during this kind and compassionate training. Michael, your your um, audio sounds. I'm trying to come up with a word, funky, to me. I'm I'm wondering, do I sound clear to you, and is it something going on with me or? You sound clear to me. And do I sound any better now? A little bit, yes. Yes, you do, as a matter of fact. Okay. I will try to maintain this state here. <laughs> Don't move. It's only Don't an move. hour. <laughs> and for these and other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. All right. And a few reminders for tonight. If you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Sherry, please press star six and then one to make a show. And a conversation on one topic, please, in about five minutes is great. All right, I think we're ready here, Sherry. All right, here we go. Here we go. First caller. You are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hey, this is Ann calling from the Bay Area. Hello, Ann. What are you seeing? Well, I um, just I have to join everybody else just to say deep gratitude for an amazing year-long retreat and shock that it's over already. 
that's just wow. No, how did that happen? But I'm I'm already looking forward to next year. Say it again, Anne. I said I'm already looking forward to next year. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. And and since of course I know what it's going to be, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh-oh. But I hope everybody else will be kept in uh, suspense and excitement yeah. until I don't know actually when we're going to to begin again. But anyway, we'll find out. Well, I. I'm calling because um, I didn't get a chance to call in last week, and I re-listened to some of the recordings because I was just fascinated by something which um, I'm seeing in a new way, and that's the um, uh, the abandon hope uh, saying or abandon all hope uh-huh. or however people talk about that. Because you know mm-hmm. that, that's always been kind of um, a koan for me, like, huh, you know, well, oh, what does that mean? And but then you said something to someone on a call about how if we, if we are hoping for things to be different the next day, that's a form of the battering cycle. Uh, and if we're going to hope for anything, it would be to hope for presence, to be present to whatever is that day. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just love, it just, it just, it was wonderful to take that in and, um, and really hear that. Yeah, because hope the way we at least the way I was conditioned to understand it, is a process of wanting to something to be different from the way it is. Yes. Right? So we, we may, in fact, I mean, it'd be kind of silly to say, gosh, I hope everything is the way it is. <laughs> right? That so does, That does sound kind of silly. Yeah, which tells us what what we're saying is I've got this thing in mind and I hope it goes that way. And and if if that's what we're looking at abandoning, then that does seem like a really good approach, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, and I just loved I don't know, I just love the idea of waking up in the morning and saying I I just want to be as present as I can to whatever life is today. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, and that's the kind of thing that a person could repeat regularly. Yes. Right. I want to be as present as I can to whatever happens now. Yes. Say that all day long. All day long. Yes. In fact, we could take it to the next level. I am doing my very best. To be as present as I can be. Yeah, I am doing my very best to be as present as I can be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that so, adds another element to it, right? Which is, it, it takes away the the um, the ego self hating aspect of it. Where so the whole thing, gosh, I hope uh, I hope so and so calls. Mm. Well, I mean, what what is that? <laughs> you know, whatever life is going to unfold, I there's this thing that I want, and why do I want it? Well, because I think that it'll make me happier. I'll like it better. It'll be better for me, right? And so, if there is right there, the relationship with ego is enough to set us on a path of suffering, right? But then if we, if we add in the element of being watched and judged 
for how well we're doing mm. in accepting life as life is, then we've invited the same kind of process in. And so to acknowledge that I'm doing the very best I can to be as present as I can be. Now, I might, I might get that sentence out of my mouth and go sound asleep right afterwards. Okay? And then the voice could, of course, tap me on the shoulder and say, are you present? Right? And then we chuckle and say, well, actually, I had drifted off there for just a moment. However, I am now <laughs> doing my very best to be as present as I can possibly be. And Sherry, when you say we're inviting in the same process when we let ego come in to judge, I just want to make sure I'm tracking that that's the same process of hoping that so-and-so will call or hoping that the day will go this way. That's right. It's dualistic. That's 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 the world that ego lives in, and it's always going for that. Now, it, it wants to be separate from you. Ego mm-hmm. wants to be separate from you in that it then watches you and judges you and criticizes you and tells you what you're... Mm-hmm. It wants to you to identify with it as you are made separate from others. And so I'm inviting in that same process if I were to do that because it's wanting life we could wanting something to be different than the way it is whether it's life or the moment or the day or me or you yeah yeah and that's that's the really important one because that's the that's the one where ego is uh, is always just right there ready to jump on us yeah yeah and so to take that to just to take that weapon away from it and of course humility plays such a big role in that well and you know, you were not exactly present when, yeah, I know, I know. And, and right now, though, I am, I am doing my best to be as present as I can be. Uh, yeah? so, cause, so there's no, we don't need to buy any of that, yeah. of those judgments. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean a darn yeah. thing. Except that ego is there and I am yeah. listening to it. <laughs> But yeah. that that yeah. even that doesn't have meaning. It's just mm. what is. It can lead to suffering. It certainly can. If we buy into <laughs> it, if we get involved with it, if we care. You know, that's the that's yeah. the fascinating part for me. I was just talking with somebody about this and you know, they were in a state of great concern over uh what these people thought of them. And and these are people that this person doesn't even like. Wow. You know that yeah. reminds so me. I don't know. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, please. Well, let's say the old, it was Woody Allen or Groucho Marx or whoever it is, you know, I don't want to be a member of a club that would have me as a member. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to go out with that guy. And then I hear he doesn't want to go out with me and I'm deeply offended. Yeah, I don't know why it, this reminds me of something um, one of our friends told us me once was, if you want to show somebody something, they have to be watching. <laughs> yes, yes. It cracked me up because it's like I somehow care what this person thinks, but, you know, 
they have to be engaged on their end. And it was just, it was just such a wonderful, like, oh my gosh, you know, to be involved in what somebody else thinks is kind of a pointless endeavor. It is. It is. And yet we are so well trained because mm-hmm. we are so well trained to care what ego thinks. Ah, oh, wow. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So oh. a voice in, in my head uh, criticizes me. And I care because, because, <laughs> because mm-hmm. why? Yeah. And so when we reach that point where, where we are just completely disinterested in every conversation that goes on in our head, now we're free to be truly present. Oh, that's great. I'm going to have to re-listen to this. Okay. Well, then I've done my job. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sherry. In, in the world of Zen, you know, we need to say as many things as possible that are completely confusing to people. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Thank you, Anne. Thank you. Thank you. Go happy. <laughs> Go happy. Good night. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Anne. And Sherry, what I was getting out of that conversation is that you were taking the contest out of it, the comparison. You know, yes. I'm doing my best. Yes, that's right. That's right. If if people could just get that, and the voice comes in and says, "No, you're not doing your, you're not doing your, yeah, yeah, actually I am." So, uh huh, yeah, no, this, no, this is my best. <laughs> well, it's not very good. Well, be that as it may, it is my best, and so I'm going to stick with it because doing my best is how I'll do better. Yes, yes. And we have another caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hello, this is Jamie in Delaware. Hi, Hi, Jamie. Hello. Hi. I've been looking at, at some some things that are similar to what the last caller was bringing up, it, uh, but maybe I can add some, something to the discussion. Uh, it seems like being present by ego standards, it's counterintuitive because you're trying to be more present, and ego wants to jump in and and make you know creates judging judge how well I'm doing, but yet right. the whole point is to become present without judgment. So I think that's what you were trying to, what we're talking about. Well, yes, Jamie, yes. So, so there you are going along doing your best to be present. Right. Ego comes in with something and distracts us. Right. And then tells us we're not present. And when it does that, we tend to go along with it because, in fact, we're not. In that right. moment, we're actually engaged with ego, listening to a comparison, a criticism, a, that sort of thing. Yeah. Right. And what I know is that if I meditate, uh, well, through meditation, I've had periods they're, they're don't necessarily last long where, where I, I seem like I can get some at least some sense of what it is to be present without judgment. 
So I, I, yes. I believe that, that, that it exists, and but yet I yes. can't necessarily maintain it through willpower. In, you know, That's right. In, because, because willpower takes us right out of presence, right? I'm going to be somebody who's going to make something happen. That right. would be a good and, definition of not present. <laughs> and if I, if I look at my practice, I can look at things I've done that have been successful, and I can also look at, by some by ego standards, of where I might have done more, but that's, that's not... That's ego's problem. That's right. That's ego's problem. And I'm fond of saying, Jamie, if ego wants to do more, let it do more. It doesn't have anything to do with you. It's not like you are ego's human. Right. Right. And every every second, every minute I have an opportunity to work on being present, and that doesn't have to have anything to do with judgment. That's exactly it. Yes, in fact, we just we just let go. It's what it's what you're describing in in sitting practice, right? You just let go. You're not trying to make something happen. You're not. You just let go of everything, and here you are, present in the moment. And then, of course, everything <laughs> comes in to pull us out of it, right? right? Suddenly, the thoughts are there, and the this and the criticism by ego and the comparison and all that. And then we survive that little storm. And we come back and everything just falls away and you're here and then it all happens again. And I can go back to work on being present because part of me knows that's good for me. I mean, the ego cries the other one, but I know spiritually and health-wise even, it's better. Oh, it's way better. And if to me, if we... Uh, use as a little practice, whatever, the space between the thoughts, right? right? As, a, as a way of accessing, I'm making little quote marks in the sky, Jamie, accessing presence. It's like a little doorway in to hear the space between right. the thoughts, right? And then the voices of ego come in to, all designed to pull us out of that space and give attention to ego. And so we notice that, and then we just drop that, come back to the space between the thoughts. Right. It it seems like opening up is associated with presence and closing down is associated with ego. Yes. One is expansive, right? Presence is expansive. Ego is contracted. It's the ego is tunnel vision, and usually the tunnel vision is on us and what we're doing wrong, or someone or something else and what they're doing wrong. Right. But mm-hmm. and yeah. one last thing. I also it seems like it's positive. Looking at something and seeing it as a positive solution is more associated with presence and criticizing all the the, the pro, people in regards to the problem is more ego. 
Oh, sense? absolutely. Absolutely, Jamie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 So, so when we look at something, I mean, there are things that we could just about say <laughs> actually are uh, not the best thing. Right? People, people uh, hurting themselves, one another, creatures. You know, these are not yeah. these are not wholesome activities, right? Yeah. And and so, what does an unwholesome something needs need? Well, it needs mm-hmm. wholesome. So, if yeah. unwholesome just encounters more unwholesome criticism, judgment, condemnation. Okay, that's not yeah. helpful. But if unwholesome is embraced in unconditional love, well, right. there are a lot of ways out of unwholesome. Yeah, we don't blame anybody. We just look for a solution. That's right. That yes. Right. A right. place that's compassionate for all. And it exists. And it exists in one place and one place only. And that is the present. Well, I'll keep working on this. I guess there's not an exact timetable for it, but I can definitely. Yeah, for, well, you're do, you're doing yeah. you're doing awareness practice, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're doing. You're looking, right? You're oh, you're right. you're here. You're looking. You're, you're as present as you can be, and you're paying attention, and you're seeing, and life so is I'm, guiding you. So I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. There you go. <laughs> it's, work. it's working. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's working. Don't change right. it. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. All right. Thanks, Jamie. Thank go happy. Good night. Go Bye. happy. Thanks for joining us, Jamie. And yes, sure, we just keep showing up and practicing and being here now. That's it. That's it. That's it. And the, the voices have all kinds of things to say about that, but... That doesn't matter. Right. It is It is the best that we can do. Yes. Beautiful. And when we can do better, we'll do better. We <laughs> prove that to ourselves. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And sure, we're going to break for a good news update, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. And, John, I'm turning it over to you for a good news update. Great. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. And welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Laura, who is here to speak with us about her experience of participating in a virtual New Year's retreat. Welcome, Laura. Hi, Jen. Hey. So as we've noted in the publicity that's gone out for the virtual New Year's retreat this year, it's been a tradition for, I think, as long as this practice has been a practice that um, we gather together in Sangha for the new year and that as world circumstances change, that changed to a virtual format and because we're offering it for the second year in a virtual format, we thought it would be fun to get to hear from someone who got to do that last year. So thanks for being with us to do that. Oh, very happy to do that. So perhaps you could tell us a little bit about because I think actually you're you're a veteran of both kinds of New Year's retreats, right? You you did the in-person yeah. uh, New Year's retreat, and then you switched mm-hmm. to the virtual format. So maybe you could talk about your experience of participating in the virtual format. 
Yeah. Yeah, and that was something that was coming up for me as I was uh, reflecting on this is that one thing that I found last year participating in the virtual retreat was that I kept having like these images of all the past in-person retreats flashing in my mind. Mm -hmm. Like we'd be in meditation Mm -hmm. and like I would just imagine everyone in that meditation hall um, or in the dining hall or, you know, walking between the rooms or that kind of thing. Um, So it just felt like this like through line that being carried forward. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great word for it, a a through line, to really, that it's actually possible to carry the spirit of that with us into the virtual format of actually being together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I found it helpful, the encouragement to try to create a retreat-like environment. So when last year I... Um, basically, uh, you know, went somewhere else, wasn't at home, and oh, I, uh, yeah, and that felt helpful. And and even beforehand, you know, I like hid the TV remote that was there, and yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, just tried to <laughs> tried to hide anything that I you know that I could read that uh, I knew yeah. would become very attractive to me once. Uh, once I wasn't doing that, you know, during the retreat, um, and, and and really I did find. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead, Laura. I won't forget. And you did find. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and I did find that, you know, I I really wasn't sure what it would be like, but I did find that I had um, kind of a similar experience that I've had at in-person retreats where. It it's kind of intense in the sense that mm-hmm. there's just not a lot mm-hmm. else going on, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so ego gets very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and so it, it can be kind of intense. But but then it it's so helpful to be able to move through that. Yeah, because we're in that format of we're all going through that intensity together, right? So yes. I mean, yes. the, and the fact, I project, Laura, the fact that it was intense is a testament to that you set it up as a retreat for yourself. In fact, it's funny because even as you're talking, I'm I'm really kind of getting excited about it <laughs> because, you know, no, no matter what our lives are and no matter how much, you know, especially for a lot of us with the year-long retreat and over these last few years, practice really is the foundation of many, many, many of our lives. And yet, mm-hmm. it's not the same as being on retreat. There really is an intensity to being on retreat mm-hmm. because it's a very focused 24 hours a day. All of the attention and all of the support is on presence. No support for ego. Ego does tend to kick, kick up, you know, whatever it does. But to have those structures in place, like I was laughing when you were saying, um, you know, hide the remote and hide the things you read because it was taking me back to when we do, when we did do in-person retreats, and often the New Year's retreat was not at the monastery, so we would always be using other venues. And that's the first thing we would do when we arrived on site is we'd put sheets <laughs> over all the library books. We'd, because, you know, no one else uses retreat centers in that way. Almost no one else has that same focus that we have. And so to do all of those things, to put the structures in place to completely support our practice in that time is really, really powerful. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's such a, a drive from ego to focus on anything else. Like I, I remember I, I put things away, but one thing I had put away there was like these little like brochures, like uh, mm-hmm. like on a table, and I just yeah. the the urge to read that like those became like yeah. the most interesting things ever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I remember the guest booklet, right? Which was the one yeah. thing people used to get when they come on retreat. They get people read it cover to cover like fifteen <laughs> times, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and and it again it really does speak to, you know, then we're in group together. You know, we're doing yoga mm. together. You mentioned the meals, you know, so we're not mm-hmm. physically eating together. But when we carry that that spirit that you're talking about of, okay, I'm going to prepare my meal. I'm going to prepare it mindfully. I'm mm-hmm. going to eat it mindfully. And with that sense of being with Sangha, eating together. Yeah, and there is just that sense of knowing that we're all doing it together, that there is that support because it's like, not like I don't know that it's helpful to, you know, have some time free of distraction or that kind of thing, but it, it can be really difficult to if it's just me it's more difficult versus everybody's doing it together just helped i feel like give me that extra extra oomph or something (laughs) i completely agree i completely agree yeah it's almost it's it's sort of permission to give ourselves that time and also Mm. the word you just used the support you know, mm-hmm. so that when mm-hmm. when it does get to, because I mean, there's a million ways that, that that ego pulls us off, right? As you say, we know we know silence is important to us. We know that's the mm-hmm. foundation of our practice. But you know, I just got these few things I've got to do, or mm-hmm. well, but I mean, you got to be responsible to ha ha, or eh, I don't really feel like it right now. Whatever the form mm-hmm. of resistance, in that having committed to that structure, we have the support to go up against it, and then the the profound um, what I mean you could use so many words there transformation stillness um, Mm -hmm. joy that Mm -hmm. comes from being in that environment yeah and I was remembering back for me just I um, I felt like I mean the nice thing about retreat is you just you bring you bring whatever's going on um yeah to it and at that point like i i had a long-term relationship that had ended not long before that mm. retreat and i remember you know recording beforehand and being like oh i kind of don't like you being like mm-hmm. i think i'm going to have a lot of feelings here <laughs> you know mm-hmm. sure enough i did mm-hmm. you know sure. um, and yet it was so healing it was yeah too, um and just was able to to just you know get in touch with some pain that was there, get in touch with you know and uh embrace that and um in a way that i'm that yeah. maybe would have happened eventually, but maybe not so quickly, you know if yeah um I hadn't had that support that structure that's a really lovely point, Laura that wherever we are so there's structure to the retreat you know there's a schedule for example and there'll be yoga which we'll talk about that in a minute because the yoga is fabulous Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and there'll be you know there'll be certain 
workshops that we do and we'll be looking at things. But I love your point that wherever we are in practice, whatever's going on for us in our lives, in our practice, that's what will be addressed for us in our retreat. Mm -hmm. So we're there together Mm -hmm. on retreat, but we really are each having our own individual retreat, whatever retreat we need to be having. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's another actual benefit of the virtual retreat. You mentioned yoga is that I, I find myself sometimes in yoga class, you know, even though it's not the encouragement to do so, still kind of comparing myself, how flexible mm-hmm. is that person or what, you know, yeah. how Look might they're down dog. Wow, they're really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with, in this, you know, you're just on your own. So it really is just your yeah. yoga practice. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I enjoy that. But, too. And our our yoga mm-hmm. teacher who who does the well who's done a number of our New Year's retreats and did it for us last year and I happen to know is on deck for this coming year too is mm. just a really uh, gifted and wonderful teacher in terms of offering yoga in a way that just lines up beautifully with our practice and I find that to be. Um, you know, really special, you know, it's not sort mm-hmm. of, I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of yoga out there and yoga is very helpful across the board, but it's really nice to have someone who's offering yoga who is a practitioner and offers it within mm. the context of, of our practice. Mm. Yeah, I'm remembering a particular, uh, I think, um, I'm going to butcher this quote, but I remember, I, as I recall, the our yoga teacher had we were doing some kind of movement or some kind of, you know, during and brought in uh, a poem that had been shared in practice, mm. like the yeah. the well-loved bodies, like warm waves on a beach or something. I just remember the feeling of that. Um, oh, just nice. such a neat thing to be able to combine the movement practice and um, being in our bodies with, you know, some of the things we're looking yes. at in practice. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, you know, the last amazing thing about a virtual retreat is that as many people as want to can join us. <laughs> That's really fun. <laughs> that was actually really one of the one of the hard things about an in-person New Year's retreat was that there was often a waiting list. And so, yeah. um, and that's yeah. why we used another venue because it was such a popular retreat. So many, you know, that mm-hmm. thing of ending the year in the way that we want to begin the next year and how powerful it is to be with the group of people who are so aligned with how we want to live our lives and to be together in that lovely annual tradition. And so it mm-hmm. really is a bonus of the virtual format that as many people as want to join or can do it. Hmm. Yeah, and, and I'm just having this, it, it feels like we really have been on a journey this past year and, you know, in all through all the year-long retreats. But no, um, so it's such a neat thing that, that everybody you know, who from around the world can come together for this. and um, Yeah. Oh, I love that, Laura. Yeah. Yes, especially yeah. this last week, of because we're in the last week of the year-long retreat right now. And hearing yeah. so many callers express their gratitude, and there is kind of that feeling of, oh, good, okay, I hope we'll all, you'll come to New Year's, won't you, and be, and be yeah. with us and <laughs> celebrate this, this year of transformation and kick off the next yeah. one. Yeah. 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 That's great. <laughs> Well, and speaking of being with us, thank you, Laura, for being with us this afternoon to talk about your experience. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. Good night. Good night. And Michael, we'll turn it back over to you and Sherry.
Wonderful. Thank you, Jen. And thank you, Laura. And welcome back to Open Air with Sherry Huber. And Sherry, can you hear me a little better now? Does that, how does that well, sound? Yeah, yes, you sound very um, muffled to me, is yeah. the best way I can describe it, like uh, fuzzy. I can understand everything you're saying. It's just, you know, it's not the clear, crisp Michael that we're used to. Got it. Okay. Yeah, but you're you're fine. You're you're hearable. So I I was looking at that as uh, as uh, Jen uh, and Laura were talking about you know all the oh my gosh the, uh, you you did New Year's retreats at Carmel didn't you? I think I did one. I think I did yeah. one there. Yes. Yeah, and I mean we've been doing <laughs> New Year's retreats for an eternity, right? And the, there are two things that I really appreciate about the virtual New Year's retreats. One, uh, the travel expenses. Well, there, there are three, actually. As uh, Laura indicated, you know, people from all over the world can come to this retreat because you don't have to get on an airplane, right? Um, so that's one. The other was the thing that, uh, that they were talking about <laughs> I was reminded of going to a location uh, and and trying to uh, cover up everything that is going to be that temptation that people are going to fall into. Uh, that's one. But my favorite, my favorite is not catching a cold or the flu. Mm, yes. You, were you at that New Year's retreat where half the people were serving the other half of the people <laughs> meals, trying to keep out of the medit- uh, out of the dining hall and all that? Yes. And you know that's such that's such a hard thing because especially when people have got you know gotten away from their families and taken off work and traveled and all of this, and then you get there and you come down with a cold, um, and you have to spend the retreat yes. in your bed or whatever. And so this way. With that kind of preparation that, that uh, Laura and Jen were talking about, we can set up a perfectly uh, safe, uh, relaxed, uh, easy, um, glorious retreat for ourselves. And then, we, of course, we get to watch the, the discipline a- aspect of it. But that's always the case anyway. You know, I don't want to get up and meditate in the middle of the night. You know, whatever it is. Yes, yes. And we can have as many folks join us as possible, which is exactly everybody, everybody who wants to. It's really quite, quite wonderful. We might do it anyway. We might just go on and have virtual retreats, even when we can get together. Because uh, why not? There's lots of people who can't come on on all of the retreats that they'd like to come on to. You know, work and family and money and all of those kinds of things. So we can have some in person and some virtual. Fabulous. I look forward to all of them. Me too. <laughs> I like them all. Yeah. And we have another caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? <laughs> Hi. Hi, this is Jill. Um, hey, Jill. Massachusetts and my little puppy who just um, let out a bark. And so let's hope that yes. it stays. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. I've, I've, <laughs> yeah, I've, never, I've never talked to, to, to a dog on open air, but 
<laughs> Here we are. Oh, no, it's fine. She's excited. <laughs> How she old is, is she now, Jill? She um, is one year, <laughs> two months, and um, I'm just going to move a little. We were, she was sitting so nicely next to me through the whole call, and now um, she hears something. She, yeah, one year, two months. Um, All right. Well, she feels your energy change. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. There you go. She said, oh, something's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have seen her when I was watching the World Cup on TV, yelling at the screen. She was um, enjoying that too. Um, so I just called because I want to join the fun, and um, you know I'm a little bit uh, by the, the puppy. Speaking of the puppy, was um, up sick most of the night and long day and all that stuff. So I'm not um, feeling a little. Low energy, but I just, I mean, I, I can't wait for the New Year's retreat. I just, I think the way the practice ends the year every year is just so incredibly glorious, and um, it feels like the biggest <laughs> gift in the world. And um, I loved uh, the conversation and hearing about, I mean, the booklet, that what Jen said about the booklet was just, I laughed out loud. <laughs> Brightly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like oh my god, I read that thing, cover to cover, only thing to read. Um, <laughs> so yeah, a lot of really uh, lovely memories. Um, yeah, and um, I mean, you know, I, I've been participating in the year long, and then even the call tonight, and I seem like every place that we get together is just talking about, it seems like I am looking at what everyone else is looking at in a lot of ways, which is, um, well, I guess I'll just say it in this way first, which is um, the koan that I was looking at was, um, it was actually a little story that I heard once when I was on some other retreat years ago, and um, the teacher talked about his own teacher who once saw um, a snake kind of sneaking up on a frog and then he saw the frog turn around and actually move towards the snake. And there was something about that story that just, I don't know, at the time it just really struck me um, uh, for where I was at. And I realized in this cone practice that we just did with the year-long that... um, I had come to understand it in a certain way, which was that, you know, the, the, it was a metaphor for going towards conditioning, going against conditioning, like going, um, doing something that's difficult and, you know, standing up for yourself in this sort of um, challenge way. And then mm-hmm. with, through the retreat... Facing the I, fear. Facing the fear, exactly. I was like, that's what the frog is doing, facing the fear. Um, and then looking at it through this um, year long, I mean, it just t- totally changed for me. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it's actually, the frog is just moving towards that thou art. Like it's, it's, mm. it's, um, it wants to be with the snake, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it just kind of was so, um, I don't know, it just really... I feel so grateful for that um, little moment where that shifted and um, that, uh, yeah, just that whole, seeing that whole thing, just lovely. Yeah. Yeah, yes, and uh, if 
yeah, if I'm off track here, you you don't be sure. afraid to tell me, okay? Just think think frog and snake. Um, <laughs> but in in being, so we're so conditioned to believe that we are born and we die. Mm-hmm. And as we practice, we realize, well, the body was born and the body will die. That's not what we are, mm. right? And so what we are is not separate. Mm-hmm. Life is not separate from life. Mm-hmm. So I, the story that I think about with the, with the one that you just told is the, um, the, the monk who was walking through the forest and came across the the mother tiger with her with her babies, and she was uh, injured. She was sick. She was whatever, and she couldn't hunt. and And so the babies were starving because mm-hmm. she had nothing uh, to feed them. And so the mm-hmm. monk just lay down mm-hmm. in in order to become the meal that mm-hmm. would feed the her and feed the babies mm-hmm. and of course that story just freaks people out <laughs> mm-hmm. you know yeah. I mean it is alarming from a conditioned perspective but from a non-separate perspective it's not if the yeah. monk is not confused about what life is and what mm-hmm. non-separate reality is what difference does it make he was alive before he lay down there he'll be alive after he's he's no longer lying down there yeah life will go on the yeah. form will not Hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's, you know, um, it's one of the reasons I was so grateful for that experience of seeing that, however fleeting, or like not just seeing it, you know, mentally, but like just like that whole, you know, being struck by lightning moment where you're like, oh, right, this, yeah. you know, this little puppy next to me is the same as me, basically, not basically, yes. exactly. <laughs> It's just, yes. it's it's all um, the same. Yes. It's all that yes. thou art. Yeah. Mhm. And yeah. form is not different from emptiness. Emptiness is not different from form. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. 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 Spirit and matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It it's just um and just being with that. I don't know. Just being with all of that just feels. What a relief! It just so feels relaxing. Fun. It just feels fun. Yeah. Yes, fun and yes. relaxing and uh, yeah. exciting all at the same time. Not stressful. Yeah. 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 And of course, the way that you describe that moment is the way that we talk about koan practice, right? It's a, it's a, there's a puzzle that cannot be solved intellectually. It cannot be figured out. Conditioned mm-hmm. mind is not going to get it. And it will be resolved in a flash of intuitive knowing, mm-hmm. which is what happens. And then, as I'm fond of pointing out, you could spend the rest of your life trying to describe what you got in that fleeting moment. <laughs> but fortunately, we don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's just like... Um, it's like everything else but mind just sings with the understanding of it, and then it just swings back to um, 
the mind's trying to understand it, and then yeah, it's it's really and, and it and it just can't bless its heart, bless yeah, its limited little I little know. being. Yeah. yeah, it's very good at some things. Mm-hmm. Right, it's very good at some things. Now I'm not talking about ego. Ego is not good at anything or f- good for anything. But the mind is, and the mind is mm-hmm. not the same as ego. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, and and it it cannot figure things like that out. Mm-hmm. Although, um, without figuring it out, there is that sense of seeing it. You know it, even though you don't know it in words or in full sentences. Mm. There is a knowing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that just I just feel so grateful for that shift has happened where the mind is yeah it's in service of the heart now instead yes. of um, mm-hmm. in service instead of, of everything is in yeah. service to the mind which yeah. is out of its depth yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all uh, right what is the puppy's name puppers puppers, puppers. all right well yeah. you and you and puppers enjoy enjoy Thank the rest you. of your evening We'll Thank you, Jill. It's a nice talk to you. Okay, bye. And to you. All right. Good night. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Jill. And Sherry, we have another caller here. Mm. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, this is Lori calling from Asheville. Hi, Lori. Hey, Lori. Hi, so good to talk with you. Um, I, I'm I'm sitting here with with my dog, who is not a puppy anymore. She just turned 11. Her name is Zadie, and she I her name is Zadie with a Z, so it's Zadie. Zadie. Oh, Zadie! All right. Yeah, yeah. And and what kind of person is she? She's a listen. She is a plot hound. And a plot hound was bred in Western North Carolina, which is where I live, to be a bear hunting dog. And Ooh. we have lots of bears. I mean, even in my, I live in the neighborhood near the city, in the city. And I, guess I see bears regularly around here. But fortunately, she doesn't go really running in the neighborhood because she really would chase a bear. Um, yes. Just <laughs> oh, oh, Lori. Lori, look, a bear. <laughs> Let me go get it for you. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. I, this has been such a, a sweet evening of conversation. There's so many things. Um, also, just anticipating the New Year's retreat, which I think that was the first New Year's retreat that I did was the virtual, just because of the long distance and other events that I've had for every year on New Year's. And so it's such a... Um, I don't know, I'm really happy and to you know, look forward soon to be able to be together with everybody um, and how doing even a little bit more anticipation of like what was being talked about as I planned for it, um, it's, such a, it's such a lovely thing to do even here in my home. I, I, I felt so graced by the presence of Sangha and by the practice that we were doing together. Um, over mm-hmm. the days, couple of days or whatever it is, so I'm grateful for that so much. Yeah, um, and and it's uh, it's fun, isn't it? To um, 
I mean, if if we can go somewhere else, and and that that feels uh, good to do, as as, um, as Laura was indicating, even if we go somewhere else, we still face the same kinds of um, <laughs> ego challenges as if we stayed at home, right? Because ego is going to say, I, I don't really want to, I don't feel like I, you know, you go to bed early. Who's going to know? Uh, that uh, you know you missed evening group. You can listen to a recording of it later, I'm sure. And and we just watch all of that and uh, notice it, and and there we are, just like and, the rest of life. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, the other thing that that has been going on for me has in the yesterday and today, um, mostly yesterday, just this real identification with the process, and it was that. I don't know, it seems like earlier somebody else was talking about something like this and where I I was really being haunted by why did you do something? Why did you do this thing? And and then Mm. um, having some regret about it. And at the same time, it was such an interesting, the duality about, well, yeah, I did it because it it was, you know, it seemed really important to do. And and then there was like the backlash about, yeah, but, why, blah, 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 blah. And, 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 and watching the process and, and, again, like looking at how is it that ego is so ready to pounce at, over even the smallest thing and also mm-hmm. over something that is so important to my heart that what, you know, what, I, what I did or you know, just what happened was also deeply connected to what matters, my values. And then that was sort of like taken away, like, who do you think you are? You know, it was just bizarre. Um, And then coming out of it, once again, of course, with just such gratitude for the practice because of having ways of being able to find the way out um, and, and to find the way back home because it's that's really, it's always it, you know, coming back home to the heart and home to practice and, mm-hmm. and then being able to notice what is it that can just take over and how that happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that process that we talk about of ego using against us what's most important to us, the things that we really care about. Yeah, it's just so, it's so mean, isn't it? Oh, it's awful. It's yeah, really, it really it's is awful. Awful. Yeah. And and bizarre too. Uh because I mean, you've been practicing for a long time. Uh and and that's the kind of thing that ego will also get us. So when we come out of it, but well why I mean, I can't believe that you right? Uh so yeah. it's just layer upon layer upon layer and when we get to that point it's an interesting thing, isn't it, Lori? Because we, we can see it so clearly and still fall for it. Yeah. Yeah, it, that's, that's just so weird. It, it really is. It's, it's, like, um, it's like being mesmerized. It is being mesmerized. I, yeah. It's it not like it. It is it. <laughs> no, it's exactly. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of put to sleep, hypnotized, um, and uh, so you know we're, the 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 thing that we're left with is truly we have to become fascinated by it because fighting it certainly doesn't do any good, um, 
we've, we've proved that to ourselves, right? Hating it doesn't do any good. Feeling bad, trying harder doesn't do it. Um, and so this, which makes what we've been doing this last little while uh, so powerful, that just noticing, just noticing. Well, as quietly so the, watching. The, and the, the previous conversation that you were having about um, what there is no self, and what I, I say there is no self, another, but the form is not different from emptiness, and the frog moving towards the snake or the monk lying down. It's like that's that's strong. That's really strong images of yes. okay, this this is what's here. It's not really. There's no, no no separation. Yes, yes, yes. And and all of these all of these. Uh, of course, the what we're doing with the those nasty voices of ego um, is is accustoming accustoming ourselves yes. uh, to to see that because what we all know is. Uh, volitionally or not, we're going to be where that monk is one day, and we want to be able to uh, just lie down and become a part of all that is with that level of generosity, gratitude, grace, kindness, willingness. And that's what we're practicing. Willingness. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much as ego would not like to have the information. Um, it, it is it is very helpful. It's very beneficial to us uh, that that it it hooks us so regularly. Mm-hmm. Gives mm-hmm. us such opportunities to practice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to get there ready. There's <laughs> such yeah. an opportunity to practice and and just to see mm-hmm. it and 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 to come back to say yeah yeah that that did happen yeah see. Yeah, and, and that did. That, yep. Yeah, that, did that happen. Did and have the map of it. This is what happened and how it happened. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's going on the map. Thank you, thank you, ego. Yeah. It's going on the map. Got it. Uh, mhm. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sherry, so much, and and along with others, so many others, we're just so grateful for the for this amazing year of practice. Oh, it's oh just extraordinary. Spectacular. Isn't it? We, yeah. Spectacular. Yeah. Great word for it. All right. Well, you gals enjoy the rest of your evening. <laughs> Thanks. Uh-huh. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Lori. And, Sherry, we are nearly at the top of the hour here. And I was, know. How does that happen? I don't know. A lot of fabulous people sharing their fabulous ideas. It's great. It, it really is, isn't it? It's just a... Uh, it's the, it the best. As we, I, I, was it, I don't know if it was today's show or whenever it was that we were talking about, um, you know, just, uh, just getting together and talking about practice is happiness. Just looking at this, all of this together is happiness. doesn't lead to happiness. It's already happiness. So happy to have had this time with you and, and all the rest of Sangha. Yes, it's a precious time, and I'm very grateful for it. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Go happy. Go happy.